This can-do podcast is brought to you by Blake Albina Thoroughbred Services. Blake Albina is a full-service bloodstock agency and consignment company representing clients at every major horse sale in the country. For more information, call Ron Blake at 859-396-4836 or Hunsley Albina at 859-621-0800. Whether an experienced owner or a newcomer to the game, Blake Albina has the knowledge and experience to help you achieve your goals in the thoroughbred industry. I got the horse right here, the name is Paul Revere, and here's a guy that says if the web is clear, can do. This is Bill Duncliffe. I want to welcome you back to another edition of our Can Do Horse Racing Podcast. The podcast about all things horse racing, some history, some handicapping, and some humor. This is our Big Score segment. The Big Score segment of our podcast is brought to you by your friends at Endeavor Farm on Old Frankfurt Pike in the heart of the bluegrass. Every Big Score has its roots down on the farm. Boarding, breeding, foaling, layup care, and sales prep are all services offered by Terry Nickel and his team at Endeavor. You can reach Terry at 859-509-7035 or email him at terry at endeavorfarmky.com. That's E-N-D-E-A-V-O-R-F-A-R-M-K-Y.com. Thanks again to our friends at Endeavor Farm for sponsoring The Big Score. In today's big score, Jonathan Kinchin, 2015 NHC Tour Champion and FS1 Saturday at the Races and Racing from Saratoga Commentator, shares not one, not two, but three big score stories with us. The full interview with Jonathan will air later this season, but for now, take a listen so you can learn how a kitten turns a real estate deal into a score, how a horse named Champagne Dioro and a pal named Haas helped crack open not a bottle of champagne, but a carton of coffee ice cream, and a sweated-out, get-in-the-bet-down huge score on Derby Day that was just a part of one hell of a lot of scores that day. In fact, I think those are a good start for the script of Let It Ride, too. And there's a great reminder in there, don't forget to tip your tellers. Lot of fun, I'm sure you will agree. I'll give you my three favorite ones and I'll give okay. you, uh, they're fun to tell. I'll give you, I'll give you the, uh, I'll give you $150,000 day at, at Churchill Downs. I'll give you uh, the $84,000 pick for Belmont and I'll give you the, uh, the win bet on Bobby's kitten. So um, the Bobby's kitten win bet was, that was gonna be my first BCBC I ever played in. And um, we had a little, we do real estate in Austin. We had a whiteboard in our office and, and my, my business partner is also, he was also interested in racing. He's kind of, gotten away from it a little bit, but still, you know, still loves it. We went to 10 derbies in a row together. And, um, I, I told him, I said, dude, if Bobby's kitten is five to one or higher, I'm going to bet every dollar I have in the BCBC. I don't care if it's 10,000, 20,000, 5,000, whatever it is, I'm betting it all on. I wrote it on the board and I signed it. And then I, I, we get there and I'm not doing really good. It's my first live money contest. Mm-hmm. I'm just kind of falling all over the place. And I had $3,000 left. And I thought, man, Bobby's kitten is going to be four to one, three to one, four to one, something like that. If I bet 3000 to win on him in the next race, it's not going to be enough for me to get where I need to get where the leader was at this point. So I said, this is the stupidest thing I ever did. And I, I've learned since then, but I bet $3,000 to show on Stone Tastic the race before, because I thought I can double up 
or you know get to five thousand, and then I can bet the five thousand on Bobby's kitten, and now I'm I'm cooking with 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 gas. Yeah. And obviously she ran out, so I was I was at zero before Bobby's kitten. Well, he goes off at nine to one and wins. Thank goodness we had done a real estate deal that the week before, mm-hmm. and this is you know I I was I was you know, I wasn't making a lot of money at the time, and we had done a real estate deal before with this guy who was this kind of weird janky Russian dude like. <laughs> Gave us earnest money to buy our deal and then backed out. So we got to keep the $10,000 and my partner and I split it. He gave me five and I, he got five. And so we took that with us and I had that money in my pocket, which I wasn't planning on using. And I said, you know what? I'm going to take half of this. I'm just going to bet it on Bobby's kitten of wings. I'm, I was, I was on tilt. I was so mad, but I had told, I went with a group of like 12 guys that have never been in the breeders before. So they all bet the horse. Everyone bet the horse. Mm-hmm. Everyone bet the horse. And the way that he won down the middle of the track, that was a lot of fun. He went off at I think nine to one or whatever. So, uh, whatever the math is on that, that was a that was one of my favorite win bet scores of, of my entire life. Um, the Belmont. Mm-hmm. Uh, my buddy went to Tulane, and so we had always kind of followed Fairgrounds. And he was he was at Fairgrounds the day Champagne Doro won. I think she broke her maiden or won an allowance race, but she was a, a filly running against the boys, and mm-hmm. she had run against the boys at Del Mar in a stake race. So we had always been like, man, they must really like her. So we kind of followed her. We bet her in the Derby. She didn't run well in the Derby. Um, she kind of had a weird trip. And then we loved her in the Acorn when she was cutting back. And she went off at 40 to 1. So we had bet pick fours um, all around her. But I had run out of money already for that day. And so I had to ask my friend. I was like, hey, man, can I borrow 200 bucks? I'll pay you back when we get back home, whatever. He gave me the $200. I was a high school football coach at this time. Mm-hmm. He gave me the 200 bucks. I made a, a dollar pick four. The total ticket was 192 bucks. <laughs> and going into the Belmont, I had uh, a horse by the name of Make Music for me for 120,000. I had Drosselmeyer for 80,000. I had Fly Down for like 60,000. And uh, Mucho, uh, not Mucho. Oh, First Dude. I had okay. First Dude was, I can't remember what he was paying, but I did not have Icebox, who was the favorite. Right. So right. I called. I called my, my dad's friend, the one that gave me Giacomo, mm-hmm. and he told me something that I lived by my, my entire life. And he said, I said, I said, uh, Hoss, his name was Hoss. I said, Hoss, should I, should I hedge this bet? You know, I mean, I'm, I'm alive to all this money. I got this money in my pocket because we hit Champagne Doro a little bit. Should I bet Icebox? And he said something to me that I repeated to people when they, when, when they call me and ask if they should hedge. He said, uh, he said, John, John, did you like the horse when you woke up this morning? And I said, no, nah, I didn't like him, Hoss. He said, he said, yeah. Forgive my French. He said, grab your nuts, son. So I, <laughs> okay. I was like, all right. So I, 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 I uh, let it go. When they turned for home, all three of them were, uh, were, were, were gonna, they, it was pretty obvious. They were going to run one, right. two, three. So it was a matter of which one it was going to be. And, and uh, we went to go try to cash the ticket. And it was, you know, obviously a huge score. And yeah. then now, whenever, and we, I grabbed a security guard and I said, sir, I, I just want $84,000. I don't know what to do because <laughs> we were on track in New York, right? right. We, took, we yeah. took the train in. We didn't take a car and we took the train in. So this idea that I'm going to take $84,000 in a bag and a train on the way back to the city was a little bit daunting to me. Yeah, it would be. Yeah. So we tried to find a limo. There was no limos. We were going to like, you know, just, you know, <laughs> buy a limo to take us back. We couldn't find a limo. Luckily they cut me a check for like 60 and then I, you know, I took 20 in my bag and we there took a train go. back with, 20,000 cash. He had 10,000 cash on him. So we had like 30,000 cash on us. And then, uh, what did we do when we got back to the city? We, uh, we went to uh, CVS 
Mm-hmm. I got coffee, ice cream, a thing of Oreos, and we like just like I just laid in bed and watched TV. <laughs> um, so that, that was a fun one. That's great. And then uh, Kentucky Derby 2015 was a day where um, it, it, you know it's a day that I you know I, I had the hundred fifty thousand dollar day, but you could also mm-hmm. maybe tack on seventy five because I won the tour because of that day. Um, okay. I I woke up that morning. I pick and prayed a NHC contest on on horse tourneys, forgot about it. I ended up winning that contest, which was a huge online score for me that year that helped me win the tour. But more importantly, we were on track. We were there with a bunch of friends. There was a horse running that day that I've said his name probably more than any other horse. Divisadero was a horse that I fell in love with when he uh, ran so well for Buff Bradley first time out, a, a trainer that doesn't have him really cranked first out. So I fell in love with him. And uh, Teppen won that day at a nice price. Dame Dorothy uh, beat uh, uh, beat Judy the Beauty, who had won the Breeders' Cup before. Yeah, yeah. Um, and and so we're walking into the racetrack. We're, we're, we're taking an Uber to the track, and uh, we're going to have a good day at the racetrack. And, and as we're walking in, we, we parked. If you've ever been to the Derby, we got dropped off on the backside. On the so far side, to, yeah. Yep. You have to walk in through the infield, go under the tunnel to get to the to the civilized side of, of, the, of the Derby. Yeah. And we're walking through there and I'm with a bunch of friends and they're not moving that fast. And on the way there, I called my friend Nick Tamaro and I said, Nick, I want to play Dame Dorothy and Divisadero, but I didn't have an opinion in the Pat Day Mile. Who do you like? He said, I like competitive edge. I said, all right. So we're running into the racetrack. I'm trying to get this bed in. They're moving slow. I get to the front side. I go up to a window. And if you've ever been to the Derby, there is, there's the, there's the tellers that are always there. And there's the tellers that are just there for the Derby. Oh, yeah. They're not. They're not the sharpest, the button pusher. So I walk up and I said, can I have a $300 pick three? Uh, you know, was, I, th- I can't remember the exact order, but it was competitive edge, mm-hmm. Dame, uh, Dame Dorothy. And she said, are you sure? I look back, they're in the gate. And I said, oh, yes, God. please hit oh, it. Oh my God. She hits it. She hits it. I look back and they're gone. And I was like, did it, did it come out? And she yeah. gave me the ticket. And that ticket I hit was $42,000. <laughs> And then um, we hit the pick five, the pick six, a couple of times. We hit the pick five, the pick six. I hit a try with the Visadero. The total we 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 took out of there was about one hundred and fifty thousand dollars. Now, if you ever left the Derby, it's hard as heck to get out of there. If you came, if you came, if you came to the Derby broke, and you leave the Derby broke, it's really hard to get in and out of the Derby. If you came to the Derby rich and leave rich, it's easy to get out of the Derby. You just have a car set up, and it's easy. But it, but if you get rich in the middle, it's too hard to then change the way you're going to leave. <laughs> That's so great. we we uh, we walked over to the the neighborhoods surrounding the Derby. Uh, I'll say this: a lot of character in those neighborhoods. If if you want to translate what that means, would would agree. Yeah. And there's a, a couple of gentlemen that that are very entrepreneurial that rented golf carts to like take people around. Mm-hmm. We were staying far, like past. The, the Louisville campus. Oh, no way. And so we, uh, we asked the guy, I said, look, man, I'll give you a hundred bucks if you take us all the way there. And he's like, Let's do it. So there's like six grown men on a golf cart <laughs> driving down the middle of the road in, in Louisville, Kentucky. And, uh, or, you know, we're rolling down the middle of the road and we stop at this little house party and, uh, we stopped there cause it looked fun and, you know, yeah. it was a cool little house party. We we're having a good time. We're going to grab some beers and some barbecue and some Lay's potato chips or whatever we can get our hands on. And we, we go in, he comes in with us. And then next thing we know, we look around, we can't find him. We go outside, his golf cart's gone. He left us. 
Luckily, luckily, we won one hundred fifty thousand dollars. We found another golf cart. We paid him two hundred dollars, <laughs> and he took us. He took us all the way to our our, our spot. So uh, that was uh, that was. Oh, and then we went to we went downtown to to watch the Pacquiao and and Mayweather fight. Oh wow! And, right, uh, right, I, right. I paid. Yeah, so I paid for all of my friends to get in. It was, I do stupid. It was probably like a thousand dollars to get us all in, just because it was so busy and so packed, and I was just whatever. And uh, we all got in there and we all looked at each other and we we're like, dude, I'm exhausted. This fight is boring. Like, let's get the hell out of here. The adrenaline had run off yeah, and, and yeah. we went home. So those, those are the three, those are the three most fun scores I've had. Uh, that's for sure. Well, I got to tell you that, that day at Churchill, I'm already writing the script for let it ride too now, because that's a great, <laughs> you hit everything that day. Man, we could not miss, man. We could not miss. And you know, you, we talked about earlier in the show, like, you know, having that, having, you know, helping your friends win or being with your friends when they, you know, your friends looking at you when you're right. It's like, man, I had friends with me that day that had, that never, I mean, they left with $3,000. They've never left with $3,000 from gambling, you know, yeah, three, yeah. 4,000 here. I had a friend who made like 12 grand. Like we, I and mean, we, it was just, it was one of those epic, awesome. epic days, you yeah. know, where it was, uh, it was, uh, it wasn't forgettable. That's for sure. And the, the security guard and the teller that had been dealing with us for the entire day, mm-hmm. Before the Derby, we bought both of them five hundred dollar wins on American Pharaoh, so uh, they had good days as well. We still, every time I go to, to the Derby, we still hug. I, I go find that guy and we, <laughs> we hug great. it out. He's, he's awesome. Very important too, and I'm glad you mentioned that. It's a good way to wrap up. Is tip your tellers. That, that's that's oh. that's really important. I, I'm totally Absolutely. with you on that. Next week we'll have another big score story for you, but we want to hear about yours also. Contact us directly at candobild at gmail.com. That's C-A-N-D-O-B-I-L-L-D at gmail.com. And tell us about it. We can record your segment together, or you can just relate the story to me, and I will relay it to our listeners. And if you wish, you can remain anonymous. So don't be shy. We know you've got a big score or two out there. I look forward to hearing from you. In the meantime, of course, may the horse be with you.